This is Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence. Your 803 Tea Time every Sunday morning right here on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf is brought to you by Gearheads of Nicholasville. Edwin Watts Golf, Truly Nolan and Critter Control, French Lick Resort Casino, and Lexington Parks and Recreation. Also sponsored by Commonwealth Credit Union, Georgetown Advantage Air, and Maple Leaf Gutter and Siding Systems. Let's join your host, Matthew Lawrence, for Backspin Golf. Good morning. Good morning. On this beautiful day here in Lexington, Kentucky, at the Square Country Club on Main Street. The final major of the year, Sean and I, sitting here in the studio. Good morning, Sean. Sean. Hi. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, As we get ready to watch the final round of the Open Championship, which is underway, the leaders will be and the groups chasing Brian Harmon uh, will be teeing off. Some of them are starting now. And uh, right when we go off the air, the final groups will be teeing off sometime in that half hour. And if you have not been up early watching what is going on at Royal Liverpool there, sometimes called Royal Hoylake, but most of the time, Royal Liverpool. It is nasty there. They've gotten away with the weather so far, more or less. But today, nasty. Rain, wind, and they can't, it's kind of, Sean, it's kind of like the weather here, you know, where, Like at the Barbasol last week, we were supposed to have this, and it didn't happen, and just a few hours make a difference. Same thing today at Royal Liverpool. There's a chance that it's going to get worse as the day goes along, which is really going to be something. But it's the Open Championship on a Lynx golf course right by the Irish Sea. But maybe they'll get lucky, and that system will stay a little bit north or whatever. Anyway, we are attempting to reach Michael Gallagher, my dear friend in Ireland. And I think we're about to get there he is. There he is. Oh, I am. Oh, and we're doing a Zoom call, obviously, with Michael, and look, he's walking around at this five-star resort as, uh, hold on, he's muted. He's speaking, but he's muted. Hold on. The magic of Zoom. Can you hear me now, Matty? Now I can hear you, Michael Gallagher. (laughs) Hi, Michael. How you keeping, Matty? Oh, I'm keeping okay. I hope you are. First of all, you're at this five-star resort, yes. right? Tell us about this resort. 
So I wish I could tell you it was sunny at the moment, but currently it is raining and miserable. But the forecast is for a lot better weather, which is what we want. But the resort's unbelievable. It's, uh, as I'm sure some of your listeners will know, it's hosted the, the World G8 Leaders Summit in 2014. President Obama was here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the term professional for a number of years. It's uh, it's just, uh, they, they say it's a world apart, and it is. It's just a... Uh, it's a spectacular resort and it's uh, fitting to host an event uh, of this size, which uh, I'm looking forward to the week ahead and uh, yeah, welcoming uh, junior champions from all across the world. So it's going to be an exciting week. Now, before we get to speaking about the Open Championship, where if you think it's bad where you are, I don't know if you've seen what... I haven't actually seen a lot of the Open because I've been that busy, but... They seem to be getting the weather we got yesterday, which wasn't which wasn't great. Um, but it'll bring out the best champion, and uh, uh, it'll be I'm sure it'll be an exciting day ahead. Although I won't get to see any of it, but uh, <laughs> it'll be it'll be an exciting uh, conclusion to the final round of the Open. Now, and I would say your guy Brian Harmon looks like he's gonna uh, cakewalk it, but who knows? You don't you just don't know with golf, right? especially Lynx Golf and with that weather. Now, before we talk just a little about the Open Championship, I want you to tell everybody why you are there at that resort. You mentioned something about junior champion golfers from all over the world, and you make it sound like this is something that happens all the time. This is the absolute best event for junior golfers anywhere in the world we have your irish junior open tour which that tour is the best this i always say is there is nothing like this anywhere in the world yeah so basically it's it's called the champion of champions world championship so it's an invitational tournament for junior golf champions from around the world that either qualify via one of the 35 qualifying tours that we have around the world or if they don't have access to a qualifying tour, they can apply to be added to our special exemption draw, which takes place just before Christmas for a number of uh, spots. So basically, it's for, for junior champions from the ages of 5 to 19. Um, it's now the world's biggest junior champions invitational tournament. Um, and there's going to be uh, close to 40 countries represented this, this huh. week. So it's, uh, it's, it's just been great to see you know the kids coming from all across the world to Ireland for for our event, and uh, you know it's it's as I say the weather's not great at the moment, but it's given it to pick up, and it's just going to be a great spectacle. Uh, seeing so many unbelievable golfers, some of the best junior golfers in the world coming, and the scoring I'm sure will be will be fantastic. And who knows, you know, we we could be witnessing the next uh, global superstar at mm-hmm. the event. Just you just don't know, you know, when events gone past with a Tom McKibben, Tom's went on and won the uh, my man the there. So you know, you just don't know who you're dealing with. But that's that's not really what it's all about. It's more just a gathering of junior champions from all across the world, and uh, just to put uh, give them an opportunity to to play golf in Ireland. You know, the home of so many great golfers. You've got Rory, and you've got obviously Podrick and Darn and Graham, and you know, major champions. Mm-hmm. So it's just a three who doesn't love coming to Ireland? It's it's you know it's a it's a great place to be and it's a lovely green greenery and it's it's a country that is so welcoming and um you know it's it's just great that we can have kids coming from all over the world to to our uh, champion of champions world championship this week. 
Well, uh, and again, you, the, it's staggering to me how you, how this happens with all these from all over the world and just the, the different things you have to take care of for them to be able to play golf that just to tee it up there. Like where are they all staying in your room there at the resort? <laughs> um, no, no, there a lot of them are staying at the resort, but with with such a huge crowd, like you three hundred and fifty competitors, and then you know their family and their lot of them bring you know relatives, and it's just a big yeah. you know big, uh, it's a big sort of golf and holiday you know for for the whole family and. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be around the resort, a lot of them. A lot of them are going to stay in the nearby Enniskillen town. Like th- this, we done the, we calculated the numbers in this. This uh, this event is going to bring in close to $1.5 million to the local economy this week. Wow. You know, with people traveling all over the world and spending money in hotels and accommodation, you know, and obviously putting, well, not say putting Ireland on, on the map, but definitely putting Ireland on the, the junior golf map. Mm-hmm. So, Primarily, all the big junior golf tournaments have always been in America. Um, but now, you know, now this event, as I say, it's the, the biggest junior champions invitational in the world. Um, you know, you have to be invited to play in this. You just can't enter. Uh, so you have to either qualify, as, as I previously mentioned, or, you know, apply for an exemption, um, which we had over a thousand people applied last year. So, you know, it's just, it's a, if I could have a thousand people in this event, I would, but Unfortunately, 250 is our maximum. The time sheet's going from 6.50 a.m. to huh. 10.00 6 in the evening. They're, all, <laughs> they're only playing nine holes. But, you know, it's just it's a full day and um, three days. It's a world amateur golf ranking tournament. And it's, uh, you know, it's set up like a like a major tournament. Uh, yeah. You have all Chinese and all up. And it's just going to be a great uh, spectacle. Um, and, you know, boys and girls competing. It's just a... Great spectacle, and it's and you know it's great to be part of it, and, and you know just I'm lucky to have such a great team to help me at the event this week, and um you know it's it's uh, it's just exciting to be to be at the start of the week and, and see yeah. what on as the week progresses. Uh, all right, let me ask you this now: we all, you and I, messaged each other at the beginning of the Open Championship. I was rooting for. Mostly Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, we all love, there isn't anybody that doesn't love Tommy Fleetwood. And I would say there, well, there are certain people who are idiots, I'll just say, who don't like Rory for whatever reason. But most people, including me, love Rory. And it's been since 2014, nine years since Rory won a major. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there he is. Uh, fairly close to home uh, compared to a lot of sites of the Open Championship. And once again, he ju- he could not make a putt yesterday. Uh, it was unbelievable. Did you, Have you gotten, you're working so hard getting ready for the champion of champions. Have you gotten a chance to watch any of the Open, really? I, I have seen none of it. Um, the only wow. thing I've seen is a bit of highlights on Twitter. Yeah, and right. Um, I've seen a bit of uh, highlights, but, you know, as I said to you before it started, Tommy and Rory was the two guys that really wanted to win. Tommy, first, because he's been so close on so many yeah. kids. Such a nice guy. His actual, his junior golf tour uh, competitors are playing in the champion of champions as well. He just, he's such a good guy. You know, he does a lot to, to grow the game and, mm-hmm. and 
and I like as you say, everybody likes him. He really reminds me a bit like Fred Couples. You know, there's nobody that just that doesn't like him. He's just yeah, he's such a good guy, and uh, you know, he's he's a, he's a nice down to earth guy. And obviously, Rory hasn't won since 2014, um, in the majors. You know, it's difficult. It's just difficult to put your hand on. I think, I think a lot of us just think maybe he just needed a wee bit of luck at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was deserted a wee bit in the final rounds. You know, the Open last year and the US Open last month. Um, it's just yeah. difficult just to say what's going through Rory. You know, he's still doing unbelievably well, but he's just need to get over that line. I think if he gets over that line again, you know, the floodgates will open and he'll, yeah. he'll win a few more. But it's just getting over that line, and I think the longer he's you know, going on, it's just going to be more and more difficult to do it. And there's so right. many great out there any given week. You know, you look at this week, Brian Harmon, who I really hadn't heard a lot about before this week, um, you know, going out there and, and he looks like he's going to cakewalk it today. Um, so, you know, it's it's just, it's just the, the fields are, the depth of the fields are so strong um, and it's just getting, it's just getting the luck of the draw. And, yeah. And the difficult, it's a difficult thing to win as a major championship. Yeah. But, Hey, you know, Rory, I think, you know, he's got a lot of negative press over the years. But one thing I'll say about Rory, I've been lucky enough to meet Rory on a number of keys. One thing about Rory is he'll just, he'll, he'll tell it as it is. You know, there's no filter with Rory. You either like him or you don't like him. You know, he tells as it is. He doesn't sugarcoat it for the media. Mm-hmm. Press it up to try and be PC perfect. He just tells it as it is. And if you like him, great. And if you don't like him, I don't really think he cares that much, you know, uh, but, you know, I suppose that's maybe the way us Irish are, you know, we, we, <laughs> we, we tell it as it is and, you know, we like us, but if you don't like us, we're not really going to worry too much. Right. Well, that's the way, that's the way it should be. And, you know, I love Rory uh, for a lot of reasons, but what this is before I let you go. One of the greatest things about the game of golf that we love so much is it doesn't matter physically how big you are. It's really the only professional sport where size doesn't matter at all. Brian Harmon is a little guy. If you see him standing next to his caddy, as we saw yesterday, he looks like a sixth grader compared to most adults. And yet what he's doing is... He's about to win an open championship, and that's one of the great things about the game of golf. And you know it with these 250 juniors there, all shapes, all sizes. It's that's part of what makes this game the best, I think. No, not, that's it. Yeah, you know, I've been around golf for for t- over 20 years, and been teaching it professionally for mm-hmm. near 15 years. You know, I've seen all shapes and sizes, and no matter what, you can always, you can always make it work. So, you know, if you're, if you're overweight or if you're small or if you know if you think golf isn't for you, like there's so you know anybody can play golf. It it's a, as you say, it's a sport where you don't need to be, um, you know, it's like football. You don't need to be perfectly conditioned or mm-hmm. basketball. You know, you can you can basically play it any shape or size, male or female, and you, you have a longevity longer than, than any sport. You know, you can play it from the age of well you look at Tiger playing from yeah. the age of one till you know, I know people that have been playing it in, in their nineties, um, albeit with a buggy. 
but you know, there's a there's a vast, as you say, there's a vast. Uh, you know, you don't need to be, as I say, like six foot tall. Uh, you know, in physical, perfect physical condition. Mm. And like, and like that's you. The, that's the beauty with the juniors this week as well. You know, <laughs> you, you have a lot of, I've seen a lot of ones are small, you know, in size and stature. And they maybe think, you know, I need to be able to hit this ball, you know, an extra hundred yards or whatever. But from right. listening to what they were saying about Brian Harmon, I don't think he's a big hitter, but, you know, he just gets it around, good short game. And that's what it's all about, keeping it in play, good short game on the low score wins the tournament. Right. You don't need to be Dustin Johnson hitting it or Bryson DeChambeau hitting it over 350 yards or Rory. You know, keep it in play, good short game, bit of practice. And right. Who knows where you can go in the game. All right. Uh, as always, every time I get a chance to talk to you and Zoom call and look at your mug there Just on the computer. Oh, boy. Oh, Sean, look at that. All right. See, I liked you before. Now I can't stand you <laughs> because I am so jealous. Michael has turned his computer around and is giving me the view out the window of where he is there. It is so magnificent. Michael, I, I I know it's going to be great this week. I can't wait to hear all about it. Um, please give my love to my two over there, to Georgia and Sienna. And uh, you're just a great one, man. I'm so blessed. I nearly forgot about my new son, Reese. Oh, and Reese. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Well, I'm so in love with the two women in your house. But that's awesome. How's he doing? How's Reese doing? Yeah, he's just got a bit of reflux, but sure, hasn't all. all <laughs> he's doing well. Um, we're 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 currently he, he's he's seven weeks old now. We're working on the we're working on the grip and the posture at the moment. Atta boy, atta boy, give him a hug for me too, and yeah. I'll talk to you real soon. No problem. Thanks, thanks to your listeners as well, Matthew. And as always, it's been a pleasure. Love you. See ya. Easy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Holy cow. How cool is that on the day of the final round of the Open Championship there at Royal Liverpool? We're sitting talking with Michael Gallagher, who is in Ireland, not that far from where they're playing the Open, relatively. Uh, And that tournament he has is just mind-blowing what he does over there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Adam Fonseca will join us of Golf Unfiltered on the other side of the breaks. CSPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Truly Nolan and Critter Control. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Gearheads of Nicholasville. Welcome back. On final round Sunday of the Open Championship, it is my great pleasure now uh, to welcome Adam Fonseca to the show of Golf Unfiltered. Uh, you know, I want to get a real expert, not that I'm not an expert, Sean, but I want to get a real expert's thoughts on what's going on over there at Royal Liverpool. And who better to do that with than Adam Fonseca? Hello, Adam. If you want a real expert, why did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why, okay? Okay. Mo- people, everybody that listens to Backspin 
and there are a lot of them, know that uh, as a kind of semi-regular contributor to the show, Dan Hauser is on with me many times. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, this is the final major of the year. It's the final round on Sunday. I'm going to the big guy from Golf Unfiltered. Not that Dan's not a big guy, but you're a big guy. And I figure you must know something. Is that wrong? No, I try my best, Matt. And you know I'm always happy to talk to you, my friend. It's good to hear your voice, your dulcet tones once again. Oh, boy. Here we go, Sean. Here we go. All right. Uh, Where do we even start with this? Here's what I'm going to say. I love, even though I wanted either Rory or Tommy Fleetwood to win this open from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I love that Brian Harmon is where he is, and I hope to goodness that he finishes this off today. That's how I feel. How do you feel about this? You know, I, I kind of feel the same, honestly, for, if nothing else, one reason. He's got a five-shot lead. Obviously, the weather is going to be an issue. We'll talk yep. about that on the tour. Yeah. But, I mean, losing a five-shot lead on a Sunday in a major that that feels like a career killer mm-hmm. to me, especially for someone like Brian Harmon, who, you know, all due respect to him, he's a fantastic player. Yeah. He hasn't been in this situation before. Right. And, you know, obviously there are there's a name that we all recall from many years ago. Yes. That lost uh lost a, a, a Claret Jug on the final hole. Nineteen ninety nine, John Vandevelt, I'll just say it for those people who don't know. Absolutely. And we don't want to see a repeat of that. No. So uh, for, for his sake, I definitely want to see him close it out. He's got a lot of big names chasing him, though. Uh, quick story that I think you'll enjoy. I played in a celebrity golf tournament a few years ago with John Vandevelt. Oh, really? And he was the most wonderful guy at he was just incredibly nice. And I very rarely ask celebrities for their autograph, really. Mm-hmm. But I wanted his. So I, I handed him this the program from the tournament. And he didn't just sign it. This will tell you what kind of guy he was. He signed it. My dear Matthew, join me soon for a game of golf. Your friend, John Vandevelt. Wow. That is quite the inscription there. I'm just saying, who does that? I mean, and he answered, of course, everybody talked to him about that final round in 99. And he was just, he was wonderful. I I agree with you. I would hate to see what if Brian Harmon, something goes wrong. But we all have watched enough golf, Lynx golf, open championships to know this is not a given. He was two over after four holes yesterday. And this is a different story. It's the final round. If he goes two over in the first four holes today, he might not be able to get it back. Which is incredibly possible. I yeah. mean, just watching the, the telecast right now, this is not a light rain that they're playing right now. <laughs> this is this is something that I don't know about you, my friend, but I, I would not be playing golf in this. The only time I played golf in weather like that was when I was in Ireland. That's the only time. And I didn't care because I was in Ireland here. 
No, I wouldn't be anywhere near a golf course if it were like that. Um, Let's talk for a minute about, I said I wanted Rory or Tommy Fleetwood to win. I want to talk about Rory for a second. And you put something I thought was really funny on your Twitter account. It's at Golf Unfiltered. Uh, You said Rory's going to make me buy a two iron. (laughs) (laughs) And I responded, I got mine yesterday. No, nobody has a two iron. I, I mean, you don't have it. You clearly don't have a two iron like I don't. I do not. But no. <laughs> watching the, this is what makes watching all of these guys so unbelievable. He has a two and a four iron. He took his three iron out of the bag. And the way he hits that two iron uh, is just phenomenal. The creativity of all of these guys is staggering. Yeah, it's it's out of this world. And the two iron that he hit at the Scottish Open on the final hole with a you know, little cut, stinger, yeah. whatever you would class it, one of the best golf shots I've ever seen, certainly since Tiger used to hit stingers all the time. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Rory being one of the, clearly, one of the best of all time, hitting that club is not something that you or I, no offense, are going to be able to duplicate. I haven't (laughs) had a five iron in my bag in years (laughs) since they came out with hybrids. Why would I have a five iron? Uh, The game's too hard. It's way too hard. And and they make it look so easy. It's it's incredible what they can do. The technology, we can go on and on about it, but it's, it's just so much fun to watch them do what they do with these, uh, these weapons that they put in their bag. Uh, is there uh, anybody else that you're watching? So basically, when, uh, and let me see, uh, at 9.15 this morning, Brian Harmon and Cameron Young, the final group, will tee off at 9.15. But up until then, Rory just teed off, Emiliano Grillo, uh, Matthew Jordan. Oh, this is this is now, other than Brian Harmon, if he were to win, this is my favorite story of this Open Championship, is Matthew Jordan, who is a member there, has been playing golf since he was like two. They have video of him teeing off on the first hole there. Uh, and he has played brilliantly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, he's three under. It's great to watch. I love this story about him, but... What else are we looking for? We're just looking to see who's going to finish second. Is that what we're watching? Well, again, for, for Harmon's sake, I hope so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, John Rahm yesterday impressed. He was the all heck right. out of me. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, 63, bogey-free round, coming all the way. I forget where he started the day. He was 89 I mean, starting the day. There, well, and there you go. He climbed all the way up to, uh, he would have been, third now at the end of uh, the third round yesterday. I mean, he's the only guy I think in my, in my opinion that can catch Harmon, assuming that Harmon follows the same trend that other players so far today have followed. They've right. lost a couple shots on the first three holes. Harmon might have to hit a fairway wood into the first green. That's how tough it's playing right yeah. now. And Rom, he's on a hot streak. We've seen it time and time again. He'll put two or three rounds together that are just out of control mm-hmm. and he he showed round one yesterday in, in what could be another hot streak 
I, I would envision him coming out firing, especially with his length and power in this weather. He would be the only one I think could catch him. Certainly Cameron Young, no slouch himself in terms of the distance category. Right. But uh, yeah, Ron, I, I'm, I got my eyes on Ron today. Uh, as I earlier in the show, I talked with my friend Michael Gallagher, who is in Ireland, uh, who is a teaching pro and has been teaching over there for a long time. And I, I made the comment to him that one of the reasons, the many reasons we all love golf is because you don't, there is no physical type that you need to be to play the game. Uh, unlike every other professional sport. And Brian Harmon is the example of this. Uh, his, his short game and his putting have been otherworldly so far in this tournament. Um, he's plus nine on the field in strokes gained putting. And we've all seen him getting up and down. Uh, he's at 80, almost 82% for the first three rounds getting up and down. It's a joke how good he is around the greens. Yeah, he, he's playing his tournament of his career right now. I mean, mm-hmm. and that, not even hyperbole there. I mean, yeah. this is a, a punctuation mark possibly for a player of his caliber, and he's a, kind of a journeyman. He's still, you know, under 40. He'll continue to, you know, hang around certain tournaments. But he's a guy that, to your point, exemplifies exactly what you said mm-hmm. you know he he's someone that everyone talks a lot about his height you know uh, fine there's a lot of guys that we know that you know five eight five seven whatever right. they're going to go out there and play the game and he is just incredibly talented in every sense of the word otherwise obviously he wouldn't be on the tour and his short game around the green, the putting stats that you just quoted. I mean, you have to do all of these things in the same week in order to contend at a major. And he just has to hold on literally for one more round. If he goes and he shoots one, two over par, he'll probably be okay. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those instances where, you know what, rely on what got you where you are right now. And that's everything that you just said around the green, on the green, bring it home. I, uh, because I, I, do so much research for my show. I I looked up I looked up a couple of things and last year and this year uh in the Open Championship Brian Harmon has made 5 bogeys in his last 6 rounds. 5. It's uh, his last 15 open rounds. 15 He's averaging 67 shots per round in the last 15 open rounds. He plays great in the Open Championship. So it almost feels like, well, we we don't want to, like you and I have been saying, we don't want to paint these thoughts here. here. Uh, But it it would be really great. And here's the other thing. I've been, you know, of course, there are so many experts on Twitter as we know, mm-hmm. with everything, mm-hmm. who we're talking about, if he wins, it's just like Todd Hamilton or Ben uh, Curtis or whatever his name was. I even forget mm-hmm. what his name was. Uh, it's not the same thing at all. Brian Harmon has been a very good player for quite a while. Does he have the wins to back it up? No, but he's he's done pretty well for himself over the last few years. Absolutely. They just flashed a... Uh... A statistic on the screen here on the coverage. He is one for three 
in his PGA career holding a 54 hole lead. Mm. Mm. And I mean, you know, obviously not perfect, but still not too shabby. Right. It says a couple things. He's only had three. Yeah. But the other side is he converted one of those three. And to your point, really quick side story. My uh, father-in-law is a, he's an old, old, old South Chicago guy. Yeah. Soft, 15 inch softball hall of fame type of guy. Wow. He, he also did his research because he, you know, I showed him what a sports book is. And so he tells me, I took Brian Harmon before the tournament. Let me tell you, he hasn't let me not hear that. Oh, boy. Oh, this is, I love that. Now it's even, this is even more reason for me to root for Brian Harmon. (laughs) That's so awesome. Just awesome. All right. Um, It's great talking to you, man, as always. And I hope you have fun watching for the rest of the day as I'm going to have an I'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Adam. Thank you, my friend. Anytime. Okay. See you. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, A few days ago, I had a chance to talk with my pal, Ryan Ballingy of Golf News Net going into the tournament. Uh, I'm going to let you hear that uh, now when we get back from break. It's ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Lexington Parks and Recreation. Welcome back. Okay, here it is, people. As I said in the previous segment, my favorite week of the year, speaking golf-wise, every year, is the Open Championship. And this year is certainly no exception. And uh, there are a lot of things to talk about with experts. And to me, this guy is, uh, as I've said before on my show, is certainly an expert in many things. Golf being one of them. And that's my buddy Ryan Ballinger of Golf News Net. Hello, Mr. Expert. That. Uh, you're speaking with the wrong guy, then. You have the wrong number. <laughs> oh, wait. Who am I talking to? Oh, yeah. I made a big mistake. Anyway, you're on the phone with me now, so I might as well talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's great to speak with you, as it always is. Peeps, you can follow him on Twitter at R-Y-A-N Ryan, Ballinger, B-A-L-L-E-N-G-E-E. Uh, and of course, you can also follow at Golf News Net or thegolfnewsnet.com. Uh, is this, is, do you feel this? I don't think we've ever talked to, maybe we did a year ago when the Open was being played. Uh, but do you feel the same way I do? Is this your favorite major or are you one of those masters guys? I go back and forth. <laughs> Some years this is my favorite week. Some years it's the Masters, but it's usually one of the two. Yeah. Um, I, I really love so many things about this week. You get up early, the golf's on. The golf's done on Sunday, so you can have the rest of your day to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which I love. That's why I've always loved watching the DP World Tour, European Tour. Yep. And it's just different. It's a different feel. It's a different brand of golf. It, everything is different about it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean... If it's not one, it's one B. Uh, in some years, it's one. Right. Okay. Good answer. My, it'll always be one to me, and mostly because 
Well, not only because I I know you have too, but I have been over there. I've played links golf. I've gotten been lucky enough to play some of the courses in the Rota. But uh, the thing is, the history, obviously, this is the 151st freaking Open Championship. Let's start there. And then all week leading up to it, starting uh, Monday morning of, of Open Week, live from the Open Championship, which I most of the time I could take it or leave it uh, with the, the Golf Channel stuff, this it's so much about the history of the golf course or just the open championship and the people who have won it before and all that stuff that it, it just every time I see something about it it gets me excited and uh that's even before they hit the first shot, which by the way, this year will be at I think one thirty one AM Eastern time or something on on Thursday. And I, that's one of the things I love about the Open, too. They insist on going off the first tee from dawn oh, yeah. to dusk. Yep. And you'll play golf from 6.30 in the morning to 10, 10.30 at night because of where it's positioned on the earth and all that stuff. <laughs> it's, it is great yeah. just to be able to be like, all right, we're, we're here all darn day. Yeah. If you want to watch golf, you can watch it from the minute you get up or the minute you never go to sleep right. until uh, you, pull, you know yeah. the, the minute you get sick of it, and then you have to fall asleep. Actually, it, Jimmy, my co-host on Matthew and Jimmy, said, maybe kiddingly, he might just stay up, and and well, I don't think that'll happen. But they actually, I think I heard yesterday, a little before 5 a.m., it is fully sunlight until after 10 p.m. at night. So you're right. You basically have the whole day. I mean, I was in Alaska last summer to cover a golf tournament, and I remember was, it was technically dusk from about like <laughs> two in the morning to like four thirty in the morning. Yeah, and it it was hard to go to sleep. You're like, well, the sun's out. What, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Like, well, and that's kind of how I'd feel about playing golf. Is well, the sun's out. I should be playing golf. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's just a great festival for golf. All right, so let's move back a week because this has to do with the Open also, and we all saw what Rory McIlroy did uh, at the Scottish Open, birdieing 17 and 18, and th- that tournament was incredible for what Robert McIntyre did and then what Rory did right after him. Uh, but Rory has to be the favorite, right, going to Royal Hoy Lake and playing in the Open Championship this week, would you think? I've seen the betting market kind of go back and forth yeah. between whether they think Rory McIlroy or Scotty Scheffler is the, the play, yeah. right, the favorite. Yeah, I can understand why people have the recency bias that McIlroy should be the favorite because of what he did 17-18 at the Scottish Open. It was brilliant. Right. Yeah. And he's won on this venue before. That also adds up to something. Mm-hmm. He's played great golf the last couple months. Last major, he probably should have won the U.S. Open. Right. He figured it out. Wyndham Clark was a little bit better. Right. But Scotty Scheffler has been in the top 12 of every single tournament he has played this year. <laughs> and I don't That's think people sick. understand how crazy that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's only lost to like nine guys in the last three months. I heard that That's, stat. of That's unbelievable. I know. Yeah. It, that just doesn't happen. Yep. So the only thing Scotty Scheffler's lost to this season is his putter. And if he could just put anything in the, in the back of the cup this week, and I think, this week helps bad putters because 
they're slower greens than you would see in, in American golf tournaments and American golf right. majors, which means it's less about hitting the line because of the speed. It's more about hitting the speed because they're just slower. Right. And you got a little bit of a wider window to make putts. So I think that actually helps Scotty Scheffler. Helps Rory McIlroy, too. He's not the best putter either. I, I go back and forth on him. I think Scheffler is the guy to, to favor, but I can completely understand the case for McIlroy. Well, there's also the whole thing. It Guys have done it, but it's not that easy to win back-to-back. There are some people right. that think it's better to be in really good form in the Scottish Open, for example, so that then you, you're not trying to win back-to-back. It's, it's incredibly hard to do that. What are your thoughts, uh, and I know you've watched it as much as I have, uh, leading up to this. Uh, Royal Hoylake, it have, they have played this tournament there. As you said, Rory won in 2014 there. Uh, but this is a different golf course now. They changed the, the routing of the holes. They've added a new par three, which that hole is insane. I can't wait to see what happens there. Uh, just tell me your thoughts a little bit about uh, this golf course outside Liverpool, which is you know a whole other thing going on for me in there. I think it's going to give up plenty of good scores, just like it did in 2006 and 2014. Yeah. It sounds like there's going to be some element of wind here. And rain. And rain and, also. And rain pretty much right. the whole week. Right. Although it sounds like more rain Friday, Saturday, Sunday than Thursday. But it's going to be wet. Yep. So that all said, it's Lynx land. It should handle the rain pretty well, should drain pretty well, if not extremely well. should still be fairly bouncy when mm-hmm. the ball hits the turf from a drive. I don't think it's going to take all the fire out. 17 and 18 are going to be so controversial, though. <laughs> uh, 17 being the par 3. It used to be 15 with a par 3. That, right. That kind of bowl-shaped. Now it's 140 yards, can you hit a small target or otherwise you make four or five? Yeah. Uh, and then 18, they brought in the internal out of bounds down the right side that was there the other times because it's a historical thing. They brought it in like 20 yards from nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's just sitting there staring at you three <laughs> yards off the fairway. Uh, oh, boy. If someone's coming down the stretch with a you know two-shot lead, three-shot lead, yep. I still think it could be in peril because you're just one, just two degrees of open club face away from hitting three and then maybe hitting five, and, that, and that's a lot done. to think about. Right. And then it's over. It's a lot to think about. There's going to be somebody, I guarantee it, who puts two out of bounds off the tee on 18 some point this week. I don't yeah. know who it's going to be, yeah. but I guarantee yeah. you someone's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. And before I let you go, what about – I don't think very much has been made. I think we're not totally past it in in many ways, but the whole live golf thing and the guys are there and you know, uh, this is the one thing about every these majors that I don't like because I am going to be forced to see a couple guys in particular that I can't stand and they're going to be covering them and I'm going to have to go into the kitchen or so I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh there th- is that at all in play here again are they going to try to make it part of this or just here we go it's the open and who cares i think they're going to try and keep it as the open yeah i mean i think everyone at this point if you're a golf fanatic you know all the stuff that has happened in right. the last month and 13 days yeah and 
you're probably well aware of it. And that has really become the story of will they, won't they, what does that look like as opposed to the guys on live? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are three guys on live who I think have a legitimate chance to win this thing. Cam Smith, Brooks, and DJ, everybody else, the other 13 are there just to kind of be there, I think. And they probably won't get a whole lot of play, but I, I think where we are at in this kind of perilous moment of what will happen next is more of a story. And I would prefer that to be put to the sidelines. For yeah, me days. too. Yeah. But, uh, and I, I think they will do a good job of that. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Who you got, as you said, either Scheffler or Rory. How, how can it not be Scheffler or Rory? But I, I will say, don't discount John Rahm. He's a good driver of the golf ball, really a great driver of the golf ball. And he has won on Lynx courses in mm-hmm. the past when he won the Irish Open in nasty, nasty conditions. He right. can do that. He can play in wind really well. Yeah. And I do think people are sleeping on Dustin Johnson. He's in the 30 to 35 one range in the betting market. He's playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think he really cares about any of the live PGA Tour No, he stuff. never has. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows it's happening. Right. With you. So, um, yeah. he still has a very good chance to win a major, and he's contended in a bunch of these in the past, so I like his chances. Right. Now, uh, I'm going to tell you who I'm picking. You ready? All right. Tommy yeah. Fleetwood. If Tommy Fleetwood had held, like, two more trophies in his life, yeah. I would pick him. Yeah. Well, but he just, he just can't, he doesn't finish. And until he finishes a big one, the same thing with like Cantley Shawplay, goes yeah, with guys like yeah, that. Like, uh-huh. yeah, you're an incredible golfer, but you don't win. Yeah. So, okay. If you well, don't win. I can't put well, her hard earned dollars on you to win if you don't win. Okay. I will talk to you Sunday afternoon when you will say to me, I can't believe you said that and you were right. That's what's going to happen. I will say congratulations on your $100,000 <laughs> of winning. I know you're betting huge on this guy. Huge. <laughs> Everything huge. I have, huge. Okay, twenty unit play. On Tommy <laughs> uh, all right, thanks a million, man. It's great to talk to you. Always good to talk to you. Thanks. Okay, see you.